The following podcast was recorded on April 26, 2020, when I did a 12-hour live stream to help raise money for Meals on Wheels. It was a fantastic day. We had a lot of fun. However, because it was a live stream, the audio quality on this podcast may have some issues. And there are going to be things that likely don't translate that well in the audio format because it was originally recorded on video. However, if you would like to go and see all of the video, you can over on Fangraphs.com or check out my YouTube channel. Just type in Justin Mason and should be able to find it or Potapalooza. All of the podcasts from Potapalooza will be split onto different podcast feeds. TGFBI, Friends of Fancy Benefits, and The Sleeper in the Bus. So if you want to listen to them all, you're going to have to go to all three feeds and download them. Enjoy! bring in Mr. Scooter Collette um, as well. Uh, say goodbye to Patrick. Thank you, Patrick, for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, it's amazing Dan Strafford was free. <laughs> it, it, it is amazing. Lucas, thank you for coming on. Thanks, Justin. A, hey-o! Hey-o! <laughs> and Dan, thank you as I well you, for Joseph. coming on. Bye-bye. <laughs> Uh, I almost put you two guys in the same, that would have been same terrible. group. But <laughs> I knew that would have been a huge mistake. A very I, mistake. I would say great TV, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I, I just lost a bunch of people. All right, okay. There were the people I was supposed to lose. I didn't lose the, the, the two guys for the next segment. Uh, just all we, the people watching. Way to go, Mace. Way, way, way to host the show. Yeah, and uh, we've got a few more people who are going to be joining this segment. So in the meantime, Joe, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and where you reach on social media? Well, I was born in a small shack. No, uh, I, you can find me on social media at JoePizzaPia17 on the uh, Twitter machine. Uh, for those of you who uh, don't know, I, I, I don't know where you've been, but I'm the creator of the number one best-selling fantasy black book series. It's uh, It's behind me here somewhere over there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's also the host of diamond bets over on sports grid television, which is actually, you know, you think there's like, oh my God, there's no baseball, but Matt Stryker and I are like having the best time ever doing two hours of baseball shows, just talking about present stuff and past stuff. And it's, if you're going through baseball withdrawal, they're all on demand over on YouTube and they are super fun. And we're doing uh, position by position, the best player to ever play at that position for each team in the history of that team. And it's been really fun. So if you're a baseball historian or just just desperate for entertainment, then, uh, you know, go check it out over on uh, YouTube or on the streaming network. And we're also joined by Jason Collette. Jason, why don't you tell people a little bit about the work you do and where you can reach social media? I just collect awesome T-shirts these days. I mean, this is really what I'm down to. Do you got uh, this one? Oh, that's a good one. I'm repping the Arthur Todd uh, Boba oh. Fett with the baseball cap today. I like I, that one. I I'm just happy you. I'm just happy you and Sammy have shirts on today. Uh, so I, I, you, want, you want me to take today is young. Today is young, friend. Hey, <laughs> how much can we raise for charity? Uh, <laughs> no, so I, uh, I I've been home for like five weeks, which is really unusual. But uh, Joe, I will tell you, the last in-person fantasy thing I did, I was auctioneering a league. Three people in the room had your black book there on the ta- on the table. 
I noticed that they left it there as they left the room. And I was like, what are they doing? It was a coaster, right, Colette? <laughs> Three of them had it reusing it. So I'm, I haven't had a chance to connect with you again, so I wanted to what's tell there? you that. It's a bathroom read, Colette. That's what it's there for. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, and Sammy Reed has joined us as well. So, Sammy, tell people where you reach, what you uh, do, and, uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Buddy, you can find me at poker tables until like three in the morning and then, <laughs> and then taking care of a three month old until nine in the morning. <laughs> That's yeah. basically my life these days. Let, let me tell you something, Sammy Reed. I'll take that three month old any day over the uh, quotient division of my 10 year old at homeschool right now. Oh, it so, sounds it sounds so terrible. Like my kid's not talking back, running around the house. Yeah, it's great. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's heaven. It's heaven. Remember it. Cherish it. It's good. It, it feels good to run pure in this regard. I feel bad for people with, with actual kids. I really do. <laughs> you just I mean, I hand, hand them an iPad and just say, have fun. School's out for summer, baby. The Justin, the Justin Mason School of Teaching right here. Hey, watch your sister for me. That's, that, that's, that's your education right now. Uh, and Andrew Dewhurst joining me. And Andrew Dewhurst has an assistant. Yeah, uh, joining him. I, I'm living the opposite of Sammy's dream right now. <laughs> wait, 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 it's not one of those actual kids, is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I have I everything I said. Nora, say hi. This is my life. Like I, I'm on video calls all day. Hi. Kids coming up, popping in, going. And and let me guess. Oh, hi there. How are you? <laughs> hey, cutie pie. And, and let me guess. They oh, don't want to talk to you unless you're talking to someone else, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. it's and it's the best. It's like oh, I'm. It's the government. Let's see what they have to say. Here comes my kid. <laughs> what are you into, Andrew? <laughs> Bad thing. You don't want to know. <laughs> it's like the like fifth season of uh, of Homeland over at his house. <laughs> Andrew, but, tell people where you can reach and what you do. Yeah, you can find me at Andrew K. Dewhurst. You can find me in Friends Fantasy Benefits, Facebook chat, uh, all those types of things. Uh, what? Uh, writing hockey at Fantasy Alarm. I am writing in your draft guide every year. And uh, right now, writing simulation baseball articles because that's where we're at right now so yep that is where we're at uh, <laughs> all right uh, i sleep in a drawer <laughs> we don't talk about that i do not sleep in a drawer <laughs> it's a cage it's got air pool oh my God, this is great. All right, so we're going to uh, – I love it. It's only taken 90 minutes for this whole thing to go oh, off the rails. Uh, and, and Andrew wasn't the person I picked to do it. It was Joe. Um, yep. so, oh, uh, I prefer if you call me by my name, Lil Poppy, for the rest <laughs> of the time. Lil Poppy, yes. Joe, Joe, is, uh, Joe is playing the um, – oh, God, the – uh, the the character from Jeopardy who always changes his name. Burt <laughs> 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 Reynolds. I'm, yeah. I'm Turk Ferguson. 
<laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's talk some bold predictions. I asked you guys to come up with a few bold predictions for this uh, uh, for this half hour. I figure you guys are all pretty bold in your own right. So, Joe, give me your first bold prediction for the 2020 season. All right, how about Reese Hoskins hits more home runs than Bryce Harper this year? I think everybody's given up on Reese Hoskins a little too early. Uh, the power was still there last year. If he can make more contact and uh, more consistent contact, that that's a big positive. Still a very home run friendly ballpark. And who knows what kind of season we have. I think one really big run there from Hoskins could do it. And I want to point everybody to the Raphael Devers and the Cody Bellingers who went through sophomore-ish kind of varying nature and then bounced back to be the players everybody wanted them to be after their breakout success and their very first taste of Major League success. So, Reese Hoskins over Bryce Harper, more home runs for uh, for Reese, which is a great name. It's an excellent name, Reese. All right. Good way to lead us off. Give me your first My turn. So under the premise that the season runs uh, maybe about half a game, I'm going to say that nobody has more than 15 saves or 15 steals this year. Wow. Okay. That's uh, that, that's a depressing one. Well, we've seen that we've seen how steals have gone down and down and down each year. And it's, it's tougher. You know, 30 is the new 50. Uh, and I've, I firmly believe that we're going to see a different type of utilization of pitchers this year where it's not going to be the same guy. And then in a shorter season where uh, the, the possibility of making the playoffs could be expanded, some managers may not be willing to take the chance to stick with this guy or it's got to be this uh, the rigid utilization that we're accustomed to seeing from teams. I think all bets are off the table. Oh, and people with saves, and that's really where I see the season going. Sammy, what is uh, what is your bold prediction for the year? Uh, I'll give you one. Jesse Winker hits over 300 and scores at better uh, than a 100 run pace, depending on how many uh, depending on how it's many games. 300 what? <laughs> 300 home runs. In 80 games. No, I, 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 just, I just want to be clear, Sammy. It's <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a big Jesse Winker fan, man. The the guy has hit literally every season he's been alive. Uh, career 285 average, 122 WRT plus. Uh, the Reds are one of everybody's favorite offenses to break out. And I, I could easily see him getting a shot at the top of the order long term if Shogo struggles early. And I think that is something that that is fully in the range of outcomes. So I'm huge on Winker. And I think it's one of those things where Winker, everybody looked on roster resource most of the offseason, and they're like, oh, he's not even in the starting spot. And, uh, you know, it's. I, I think he's going to get plenty of playing time. I think he's a really good hitter. Andrew, what is your bold prediction? Uh, I think we're going to have uh, an American League leader in home runs and average that are both over the age of 35. Like we're gonna, I think we could see uh, in the shortened season some of these – uh, elder statesmen, if you will, uh, have better years because they've had more rest for an offseason. So I'm thinking you could see uh, Nelson Cruz lead uh, leading home runs. And I think we see uh, a Miguel Cabrera comeback season. Uh, he's still been sitting top 20 to 30 percentile in hard hit percentage, exit velocity. So he's really just a – uh, launch angle change away from putting bringing some power back. So I think he could have still have one big year at least from a, an average perspective. All right, I like that one a lot, Andrew. Why don't you go ahead and give me another one? Uh, I, I'm sticking with the uh, with the older folks. 
Uh, I think we see Corey Kluber benefit from from the change of scenery, uh, getting out of Cleveland, moving to Texas. Uh, I don't think that new ballpark is going to hurt him as much as uh, Globe Life Park would have. Uh, so I think he sees a, 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 a comeback here and finishes as a top 10 starting pitcher. All right. All right, Sammy. Give me another one of your bold predictions, baby. All right, I am uh, going and flying in direct opposition to Andrew, and I am saying that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. leads the AL in both batting average and RBIs. <laughs> uh, big, and and he's under thirty-five, I believe. Um, I'll have to I'll have to check on that, but I just think Vlad's a transcendent talent. I think that he had an obviously an okay year last year, but people are kind of forgetting that this guy is one of the best pure hitting prospects that we've seen. In a long, long time, good good on-base guys ahead of him in Bijou and Bichette. I think good things are happening in Toronto, and Vlad's just going to smash the moment they let him out. Uh, I, I like that one a lot. Uh, I don't think I have any Vlad chairs. Maybe, maybe one, but um, I would be totally down to see that happen. Jason, yeah, give me, yeah, Jason, give me a bold prediction. All right, I'm going to go really bold here. I'm going to say that Masahiro Tanaka is going to win the AL Cy Young. Oh, <laughs> Let me give you two reasons why. One, he doesn't have to pitch in Yankee Stadium this year. Number two, I think this is one where, where he where this new pitcher utilization I talk about impacts him greatly because where he's had his trouble is staying in games too long. And in a short season, you can't take those chances. Aaron Boone's not going to leave him out there longer. They have an amazing bullpen, uh, and you could have him do a five and dive, uh, you know, four or five innings, get out of the way, and he'll do really well in that. But getting out of Yankee Stadium is going to fix a lot of the problems that he has with pitching in those American League East small parks uh, and pitching in the Grapefruit League. Uh, could be Tropicana Field, could be uh, Legends Field. They may be uh, focusing in the Tampa Bay area, but just getting him out of Yankee Stadium, big step up. So I'm going to go really bold and say Tanaka's going to have a really fantastic season. I mean, yeah, that that just would. Jason's like, you want bold? I'll give you bold right now. <laughs> I, Jason just came in so hot. I'm I'm shook right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that was very very bold, my friend. Uh, Joe, give me something bold. All right, first off, can we all look at each other like in the Brady Bunch real quick, like side to side and up and down? Because that'd be fun. I want to look down at Sammy and have him look up at me and look uh, up at Jay. Yeah, that's what I want to hey, do. Hey, here, uh, Sammy, here's a pencil. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> if I was closer to my desk, I could do the bit with him. <laughs> All right. Uh, my uh, second bold prediction is that the Chicago White Sox win the Central, if there is a Central, however it's aligned. That's right. The White Sox, that lineup is loaded top to bottom. And uh, if Kopech ever does see the light of day along with Giolito, and I think what they've got in that rotation might be enough because I still don't love the back end of the Twins rotation. I know Maeda was a nice addition. That's great. But a team does have a lot of age on it. And I think the Indians are like that one, you know, bad losing streak from just flipping this roster over and moving Lindor and maybe other pieces like Carrasco too. So give me the White Sox, the young bucks kind of coming out of nowhere and shocking the world and basically becoming that new formula of, hey, you got a lot of talent in your farm system, bring it up, sign it to long-term, short-term X extensions, and pay the kids and let them play and get that productivity at the major league level. I, I like that one a lot. Uh, we are raising money today for Meals on Wheels. Really appreciate everybody who's already donated. We're almost at $4,000 uh, wow. donated so far. Yes. 
It's uh, it's awesome. And like I said before, uh, I'm giving away a, a TGFBI entry. I've already given away one. Uh, Evan Booth won a TGFBI entry for next season. And for every thousand dollars more we raise, I'll add another one. So we're quite on our way to having a five, five entries given away. So let, let's give away another TGFBI entry right now. Um, so do my little randomizer thing and Colin Weatherwax. You, so random. <laughs> you uh, win a TGFBI entry. Colin's already in TGFBI. Right? So, uh, oh, did, does the guy really need another draft? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what I'll do is I'll let Colin give away is TGFBI entry in any way he deems fit. So uh, if you're in the industry and a lot of industry people uh, have donated to this, uh, if you win something and you don't want it, you can give it away to someone else. Um, no, no, too bad. If you win something, it's yours. You have yeah. to deal with it. Colin has to draft two teams in TGFBI. I donated scooter lessons. I don't want anybody giving those away. I mean, I'm looking forward no, to that. No, no, no. Can we superimpose the Colette picture after the accident? We're coming up on that one-year anniversary. I'm going to celebrate it like oh. much like Justin celebrated his 15 years sobriety birthday yesterday. So congrats on that, Justin. Thank but, you. Yeah, good job, yeah, yeah. May 22nd is a big date in this household. So I, uh, I'll be celebrating that one. Are you guys gonna have like candles on the on the curbs? Is, is that what? <laughs> We're gonna hold a seance out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so if you want to uh, if you want to keep donating, please do. Uh, we will be giving away prizes. All uh, and we lost Joe. Joe. It was done with his bold predictions. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna be giving away prizes all day long. Uh, that is gonna be uh, you know hopefully way reasons why people donate money. Also, obviously, it's an amazing organization uh, that is doing a lot of really good work for seniors, getting them food. Uh, so, like I said, we're almost at four thousand uh, dollars. My hope was to get uh, five thousand. I, I hope we're gonna blow past that at some point today. Uh, but you can continue donating. Uh, at Justin or let's see, Justin Mason Fantasy at gmail.com on PayPal or uh, at Justin Salinger on Venmo, giving away my secret identity. Yes, I've given away my secret identity. So <laughs> I just wanted to be on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Joe definitely just wanted to be on the bottom. So I just want to tickle his beard. Can I tickle your beard? <laughs> For people who are listening to this in podcast form later on, this is not going to make You're any welcome. sense to you. But you can. You can hey, I got another bold prediction that after this uh, stream is over, all of Andrew's kids are in timeout. <laughs> I feel like you beat me to it. My next bold prediction was going to be. I won't have two kids by the end of this morning. <laughs> you can take the over or the under. Hey, just just make them fight to the death for charity, man. <laughs> two kids, <laughs> two kids just take them out to your Justin, how did you get uh, your live stream to make a hundred thousand dollars? Well, let me tell you about Andrew Deerhurst and his twenty. <laughs> A lot of bets were put down. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Well, since uh, since you have uh, the kids' distraction, give me another bold prediction. Uh, last uh, next bold prediction: uh, the the A's win the AL West by more than five games. Wow, 
in in a 30 game season, that's pretty bold. Yeah. Well, the A's with their pitching staff will benefit the most from the shorter season. Uh, Puck's going to be more uh, going to be more of an asset. Lazardo's going to be more of an asset. Um, I, I think they're going to really benefit from this. Uh, well, potentially seeing some you know, some issues with, uh, with the Astros coming off of their issues that no one wants to talk about. Uh, and yeah, I think, it, I think it works out well for them. All right, Joe, give me a bold prediction. Uh, how about, uh, Wander Franco plays more games at shortstop than any other shortstop for Tampa this year. How about that? That's bolder than Tanaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think what we, you got to look at it and say, all right, what, what else does he have to prove? Not much. And I mean, this Rays team right now, I think if you're, if you're the Rays, you look at what's happened in Boston, right? No Chris Sale. Obviously, this is a team that doesn't have Mookie Betts. You see the Yankees who have had, you know, some injuries here with Judge's health. We know Stanton will probably be fine if there is a season when there is a season. But the Yankees have a lot of questions there and a lot of issues with some injuries already on this roster. It's a perfect time if the Rays really want to make that push, and I think Wander Franco should be part of that push. Hey, hey, Joe, do you think? Uh, and and this is a good question for all you guys. Do you think the time off helps prospects like get up sooner than the other ones? I don't. I think in some organizations it does. Personally, uh, I think certain ones where they look at it is, hey, you know, this is a short window where if we can utilize the best talent we have in our organization we might be able to steal a championship. And I don't think there's a lot of those spots out there. I think Tampa is one of them right now, but I think it depends on the organization. I think other organizations, it absolutely doesn't help them at all. I think it means like, hey, you know what? This is this whole season is going to be a crapshoot. We're not going to waste our time. We're not going to do it. We're just going to keep this person in the AAA uh, field for one more year and then bring them up. But I think certain organizations, there is that there's going to be a feeling if and when there is a shortened season. Let's say it's 100 games, right? I mean, it's almost like that tournament feel, which is that thing that Justin, you know, we talked about on the pod last year. Like, I want Major League Baseball to be a 100-game regular season and in a 62-game or 63-game, whatever it is, Hell yeah. uh, potential potential tournament where we play double elimination, we go through, and that's how you work towards the World Series. And, and give me meaningful baseball in August and September for once. Or you could do it like the old the old saying is everybody's going to win fifty four and lose fifty four. It's what you do with the other fifty four. Well, let's turn Bingo. the other fifty four into a tournament <laughs> and let's see what happens. But, no, I agree. Well, with I mean, think about it. I mean, MLB really has, a, has an identity crisis there, and there's a vacuum. And the only time vacuum in sports is there is August. Kids are off from school. They could stay up late and watch a million games, and they could go out there and play baseball. I mean, this is a weird combination of time. And then one thing everybody watches in August is the Little League World Series. We talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love the Little League World Series. Why? Because all the every game, every game matters to a certain extent, and it's fun, and it's a tournament, and it's exciting. And if you could work your way into it, and then kind of be done by the time football starts, and just run the World Series first week October, I think it would be fantastic. I mean, I everybody, like everybody loves tournaments. That's the thing. Yeah. March Madness, yeah. the Little League World Series, like the right. WBC. Think about the advertising the- revenue, Sammy. Right. And I just yeah, gotta dude. say. In the course of a full season, I thought Tampa Bay had a really good shot of going to the World Series anyhow. In a shortened season, I agree with you. Put all chips on the table and go for it. Someone just asked, "Is uh, does Joe have dial-up? Because you're getting the fuzzy screen from like the old analog televisions. I want to like... It's his max headroom filter. I, I want to <laughs> knock on your screen. No, right I here. don't. It's weird. I'm, on my, I'm doing this on my phone because the camera is better than my laptop. I just switched over to the Wi-Fi. Tell me if that's better. 
You guys are crystal clear. No, except for Colette. That's we can hear you all right, which is which is what is important. Uh, Sammy, give me a bold prediction. All right. Uh, this one is going to now fly in the face of one Jason Collette, and I am going to, uh, you know, agree a little bit here with Joe Pisapia. I say Lucas Giolito wins the AL Cy Young Award. Um, you know, Giolito, he was throwing under 93 miles an hour over the last two years, and then last year uh, he averaged 94.6 miles per hour. We all know about his big mechanical adjustment. He was fourth in all of baseball in strikeout rate behind only Cole Verlander and Scherzer. He was sixth in swinging strike rate. This guy was one of the best pitching prospects in the planet. Really just got screwed up both mechanically and in the head and really came back last year. And I love the fact, I think it's being truly underrated that he's going to be throwing to Yasmani Grandal. I mean, that guy is going to make such a difference to Giolito, who's one big kind of caveat is that his control isn't quite as good as other players kind of in the top, like those other pitchers. You know, his walk rate was 8%. You see the DeGroms and Scherzer's like four or five percent. So I think this is big for Giolito. I think he smashes it this year. All right. It looks like Joe has been frozen and joined in a different area. Who are so. you, Master Hero Tanaka? No <laughs> <laughs> uh Jason, give me another bold prediction. Uh, I'm going to say that three different relievers are going to finish in the top 10 in wins this year. Getting back to the how pitching categories are going to be utilized. Hi, Joe. Uh, how pitching no, I'm is just tickling be... Justin's beard again. Oh. Don't mind me. <laughs> how I think pitches is going to be utilized differently this year. I think relievers are going to take more of a step forward. This really pushes not that Seth Lugo was was undervalued, but I think it enhances his value even more. Types like that. Types like Yusmero Petit, who can work multiple innings. Oh my God. Uh, in I was just going to say Yusmero Petit for Cy Young Award. I'm changing. And you said him out loud. This is amazing. We're, we're right here, Colette. <laughs> See, we look alike. You know, Yancey was saying that, uh, are we related? You're my son. That's where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your mulleted son. <laughs> no, I gave it. I, I was I, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> Dude, I got things flying out of the side of my hat. I mean, yeah. I haven't had a haircut for like two <laughs> this is, this is, I'm just going the whole quarantine. I'm just going to let it go. My wife hates it. It's a complete disaster. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know what happened there. But Even Andrews can't hate it. It's just like, yeah. no. <laughs> Time to put the bets in, boys. We're going to have round one here in a minute. It, it, round one fight. I don't even know if Joe is even still here. Like, can't even. I'm here. He's oh, there. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I got. I got a pad on his screen. Try to get it uh, to work again. Uh, yeah. my, my wife. It looks, who, like, it looks like he's in the in the egg aisle at the yeah. grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand. You guys are crystal clear. I don't know. I can switch over to the laptop, but I, we're only on until twelve thirty or one. Yeah. No, you got about seven minutes left. So no point. Uh, no so no reason to do it at this point. Yeah, you look. You look amazing all the time. Anyways. So it's a nice to bring you down to our world. Uh, so my uh, my amazing wife uh, gave me a list of questions to ask if uh, if we got through topics faster than I expected, which we did. You guys each gave three bold predictions. Uh, so we're gonna do uh, maybe a couple questions off of her uh, her list of uh, you know. Oh no! Weird questions. So uh, my favorite my favorite one that she asked would. Uh, would you rather hit against Cindy Koufax or pitch against Babe Ruth? Start with you, Jason. 
Oh, I, I'm re-watching the Ken Burns baseball series right now, and they talked about when John McGraw, uh, the first two times the Giants beat the Yankees in the World Series, McGraw said they threw him nothing but slow junk and he couldn't hit. That's right in my wheelhouse. I throw a lot of slow junk, so <laughs> put me up against Babe Ruth. All right. <laughs> Sammy, which one would you rather do? I mean, I definitely prefer hitting, but, I mean, I, Adam Adovino says he could strike out Babe Ruth. Forget that, bro. I could strike out Babe Ruth. <laughs> that, that fat old chucklehead. <laughs> I, I'd be great. So I want to have success. I think Sandy Kovacs would school me, but uh, but yeah, I'd, I, I, I would pee I'd my pants against this curveball. I mean, just be really <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's the thing. I mean, you should you should just sit on the curveball, and it still wouldn't matter. It yeah. wouldn't. You know? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I would much rather pitch against Babe Ruth, and yeah, and then uh, and then you can drink with him afterwards, like no big, or you can drink with him before, no big deal. You know, I think maybe th- is that my one out for my sobriety? If I get to drink a Babe Ruth, I actually get scratched. <laughs> I, I think I think so. Fifteen years down the drain, yeah, yeah. Babe, ba- babe Ruth walks in the door. I'm having a beer with the mother. Yeah, bottom <laughs> up. Yeah, that was good. that's a that's an outstanding question. You should add that to the list. Yeah. Who would you break your sobriety and major baseball to have a beer with? Yeah, who's on your bucket list? <laughs> yeah. Nobody alive. <laughs> My wife just said no. Uh, <laughs> Joe, who would you rather uh, go against, Sandy Koufax or Babe Ruth? I'm really tempted to, to go against Koufax because he's one of the few guys I feel like I could look down on, you know, because he's not a very big guy. And I'm only 5'7". So I kind of feel like I'm intimidating to him. So I'm going to I'm gonna go that route. I'm like, the strike zone smaller. Plus, everybody struck out against Sandy Koufax, so I'd just be another one. But if I got a hit, Against Sandy Koufax, I can hold that over him forever. So I'm gonna go go the other route there. All right, Andrew, which one would you take? I, I'm pitching to Babe Ruth. Uh, I, I wear these looking utensils for a reason. I don't have enough <laughs> perception to actually be able to hit a baseball coming into me at, at this at the velocity which Koufax is throwing. So uh, I, I gotta I'm gonna have to take my chances with Ruth. All right, Andrew, why don't you tell people where you can reach on social media and then plug all your work. Sure. Uh, you can find me at Andrew K. Dewhurst, D-E-W-H-I-R-S-T. Uh, you can find uh, lots of hockey stuff over at Fantasy Alarm, uh, all my baseball stuff, and some hockey stuff over at friendswithfantasybenefits.com. All right. Joe, tell people where you can be reaching what you're working on. Uh, well, the Fantasy Football Black Book is in high gear. It'll be out June 1st, but the baseball one's still out there. Uh, so it's on Amazon, obviously you can check me out over, uh, at the black book podcast. And of course, in Twitter at, uh, Joe Pizapia 17 and, uh, on diamond bets every Sunday, 10 to 12 talking uh, baseball and it's on demand on YouTube on sports grid. So thanks for having us. Great job here, Mace. Well done, brother. Thank you. Thank you for uh, coming on. I really appreciate it. Jason, tell people where you can reach and what you're working on. Uh, so reach me at Jason Colette on Twitter. The two L's, the two T's, silent E at the end. Uh, uh, you know what? Screw that silent E. I'm going to call you Coletti for the rest of your life now. <laughs> you would be, you would, uh, the lo- The list is long and distinguished about that. Uh, writing at the Rotowire, the Colette calls columns uh, about twice a month these days. I've been uh, sub-guesting along with Clay Link and Todd Zola, either on the MLB Network Rotowire show or the Rotowire podcast on Fridays now that I have Fridays off moving forward and then trying to work that into the sleeper and the bus schedule uh, to do some things when Justin actually decides to take a day off and Paul needs somebody or vice versa. Cause we all know Justin works eight days a week. Yeah, I do. Uh, Sammy, tell people where you've reached and what you're working on. 
I am working on nothing, bro. I'm probably not doing any work until uh, until You're football. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let, me, let, me, let me just tell you, I you know playing playing uh, high stakes leagues just pays a lot better than content creation. But uh, you know, right now we're not doing any of that noise. So you can fo- follow me on Twitter at Sammy Reed Fi. And if I can just take a quick opportunity to say thank you for doing this, um, I think that. There's a lot of people going through a lot of hard times, people being marginalized, stories that we don't necessarily hear uh, going through this hard time. And and any help that we can give, I just think is so crucial, so important. So I appreciate you and anyone listening to this. Please throw a couple bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever it is. All of this legitimately helps people. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we're all trying to do is get through this together. It really is. And, uh, you know, thank you, Sammy, for uh, coming up with the idea of having people, uh, you know, if fantasy analysts donate 10 bucks, uh, because it, if every fantasy analyst doing this does 10 bucks, that's a thousand, that's a thousand dollars. And some fantasy yeah. analysts uh, have donated, you know, a hundred bucks or 50 bucks. And a lot of people, we, we had one guy who donated 300 and uh, $300, $300.69. I was going to say, we're, there's yeah. got to be at least one of those. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, a lot of people really uh, coming out. Uh, my wife has requested that Sammy takes his shirt off before I kick him off the pod. Well, yeah. <laughs> he should rip it off like a wrestler. <laughs> Can we get some music here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's the guns? Oh, there they are. The gun show. Woo. Yeah, feels baby. good, man. Feels, feels I don't Yale's outfit, though. That's yeah. A, that's fantastic. <laughs> Danielle has decided she's going to be my my round card girl um, in different outfits. <laughs> I love it. Well done. All well right, done. guys. I got to start bringing on the next crew. Uh, definitely follow all these guys on Twitter. Follow all their work except for Sammy, who's obviously not doing any work. <laughs> uh, that's not true all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I appreciate you guys for coming on. I'm going to start bringing on the next crew. So goodbye, Jason.